to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. My name is Alan. My name is Adam. And uh, this week, uh, I, it's always fun when an episode has like a an inspiration other than me frantically coming through a list of Bible stories. Yeah, sure. And uh, this week... Have you ever flipped through the Bible and like just opened it to a page and stuck your finger down? Uh, uh, no. We're getting there. I should. <laughs> that, that sounds fun. Um, like you did on a globe as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you no. ended up in the Indian Ocean. I'm always, going to always. live in the Indian Ocean. Yep. Damn Almost it. always. Yes. Uh, so this week, um, I think it was earlier this week. It could have been last week, but... I noticed an image on Nick's Instagram story um, for his business, the business. Uh, It's just like a random record cover. And it had a reference to a Bible story that I wasn't sure Nick knew was a reference to a Bible story. And then, I mean, it definitely looks biblical, but I wouldn't obviously have any idea if it was meant to. Can you describe the, the record cover? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, so the image on the album cover, it's a uh, record by uh, an artist called The Soft Pink Truth, which we're actually going to play a bit of at the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, the uh, It's very, so it's all red with like gold imagery on top. So it looks, gold. it has that, you know, kind of religious-y vibe. Sure. Well, like, I mean, more Catholic than... Right. Yes. It's the gaudy version of religion. Um, There is a cross, but it is just a T. It doesn't have a top portion. Mm -hmm. Is that standard? Uh, Sure. Sure. Not not for Jesus, but (laughs) okay. Uh, There's a snake on the cross and it's like emanating some kind of radiant light. Uh, The cross is above uh, fire. Um, and the name of the record is shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? I did not realize hmm. how directly this was. This is a huge call to that yeah, story. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I, I saw like a quick flash, uh, like Alan, like showed me his phone that the, the album title kind of relates. It, yeah. But it's not like, it's not like a passage from the Bible. Oh, okay. No. It, it sounds like it's, I think it's written to sound like yeah, it yeah. should be. Yeah. yeah. But, but it does sound like it's like, it's, it's commenting on this story specifically. So the imagery is what you latched onto. Yeah. I did not even see the title huh. at all. I saw the soft pink truth. Um, but I, I saw just that one image and I was like, oh yeah, that's a story that I know. Yeah. Right. And, then, and then Alan asked me, was like, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. So yeah, this is, we're talking about snakes. Snake on a stick. We're talking about a lot of snakes. But uh, snake and, on a stick. Is and the, a lot it, of sticks. Okay. <laughs> well, outside this story, we're talking about this story, right. and then we're talking about more. We're going to get sticks. into stick talk after. Yeah. You're going to want to. It's going to be t- stay tuned to the, the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. Talking sticks, talking sticks with me. So, Adam, <laughs> go ahead uh, and uh, well, yeah. first, Nick, do you have any idea what this is about? Absolutely not. Great. Well, I just told you it's about a snake on a stick. And the snake gets warm <laughs> over the fire. Sure. Yeah, toasted. Yeah, like marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Tastes like chicken. Uh. So Adam, set this up. Yeah. So uh, basically, do you remember uh, the children of Israel and when they were being let go, Moses mm-hmm. and Aaron mm-hmm. both uh, had like one big trick where they took their their sticks yes. and threw them down and yep. snake? Yep. So same people are involved. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit later. Okay. Uh, there is a, a series of things that happens when the children of Israel are wandering through the desert where basically uh, everything's fine. They get bored and cranky. <laughs> fuck up. God is angry with them and or Moses is angry with them. They repent 
cycle repeats. Okay. This well, is no, just, uh, you miss the uh, God does something bad to them. Yeah, often. Not then, always, but they often. Sometimes Moses does things like making them. So the like, order would be they fuck up. God does something bad to them. They and they repent. repent. Correct. Exactly. So it's, it's basically like a, a, like an abusive parent relationship where it's yeah, just like you fuck up. They beat you. Uh-huh. Everything's OK for a while. You get bored. You fuck up. They beat you. Right. Blah, 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 blah. That's that's what's going on. So here. the fuck ups are biblical fuck ups. They're not like. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, they are. They're not like, you know, painting the walls with markers or whatever. <laughs> I uh, mean, this one's like close to that. I so here's the thing. I don't actually remember what they did to piss them off. I just remember that. They, so here's the story. I'm going to tell the story. And Alan, uh, can I just like push through this one? And you can instead of like interrupting me because it's super short. Yes. And I'm not going to get it. For, I'm not going to get this is going to be more of like an Adam vaguely remembers the details. Great. Right. So uh, <laughs> children of Israel do something to 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 piss off God. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what, but as punishment, God then sends in a shitload of fire snakes, which I don't know what the fuck a fire snake is, but fire snakes is what I remember it being called. They bite everybody <laughs> in the, in the, in the fucking camp, which is uh, a lot. It's a lot. Sure. And apparently God didn't realize that the snakes that he had conjured out of existence were going to be so fucking poisonous because people start <laughs> so they're venomous venomous fire snakes and begin to, like people begin to die i don't know if people actually die but they are on a quote-unquote dying mm-hmm. and and moses is like oh fuck we uh god we we, we overdid a little bit we're not going to have a children of israel we're going to have the piles of dead people of israel mm-hmm. pretty soon and so god goes all right what i want you to do is fashion a casting of a of a snake out of bronze is that right <laughs> We'll talk about it. Okay. I believe it's bronze. Put it on your staff and hold it above the camp. And anybody who looks upon it will be cured. Okay. At which point Moses goes through, does this whole thing, holds this. Might be Aaron. It might be Aaron, but I think it's Moses. Okay. Uh, do you remember the, the, their brothers? Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, holds it up. Children of Israel gaze upon it. There's the imagery that I remember from the blue book specifically is very similar okay. to that album art where it's like him, like on a small hill, uh, holding this, you know, like crazy dark clouds behind uh, him. flag at Iwo Jima style. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Like just hold it. And like people like, and people just like reaching out towards the light. That's like shafting towards them. Sure. Like very Indiana Jonesy. <laughs> great. Ark of the covenant. Yeah. Yeah. Vibes right up your um, alley. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, everybody who looks upon it is cured. Like people are dragging their grandma out and like forcing her head up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She sees it and she's fine. Right. Um, I love that f- you added that detail because that's not in the Bible at all. But I but like forcing people to look at it. Yeah. Is totally something yeah, I remember. Uh, are the flaming snakes still around at this uh, point? Un- unclear. OK. <laughs> I believe that they have been driven out like they, they came. It was just a, a herd of flaming snakes okay. that came through. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fire snakes, not flaming right. snakes. They're not on fire. I think they're red. Oh, Okay. It's not, I'm sorry. When I said fire snakes, I didn't mean that they are like snakes that also were literally on fire in some sort of magic incantation. I'm glad that you cleared that up because I definitely was picturing flaming snakes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, they enter a tent and the tent goes up in flames and and also you are bitten. Yeah. No, it's just snakes that, uh, my guess is it felt like fire was the idea. Like the bite, the bite uh, felt like fire. Okay. I don't know for sure. The translation says fiery serpents. Well then fuck it. They were on fire. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so, yeah, they're driven out onto the next town. We don't know what happens there. Yeah, presumably the other cultures just have this like <laughs> terrible story of fire snakes coming through. Yeah. Like he's like suddenly the, like this is where the Egyptians got them and this is where the Ethiopians right. got them. And this is where they they crossed the uh, Strait of Gibraltar and like attacked uh-huh. Spain. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. It's just this herd of fire snakes going over the world. But by then they're water snakes. Ah, they change. They're like elementals. <laughs> Ooh, air snakes. Yeah, <laughs> then air snakes, and then eventually you get ground snakes. Yeah. Which is, are just, just snakes. Just, that's just a snake. The, right. And those are the snakes well, we have today. Well, there we go. And that now house, we've learned something It's a fucking today. house in Idaho. You like the one that, like, people, it's like a giant mansion. There's, okay, <laughs> there's a mansion that you can what? buy for, like, it's like nothing. It's like $1,000 or something. It's on a, a pretty decent size of property. The problem is, is they, they built it on a some sort of, like, nest of snakes and literally like they have <laughs> multiple families have tried what? to own this place. It's, I remember it was in the news a while and like I kept following it cause it was, it kept getting sold like every four years or so somebody would buy this thing cause it's this beautiful house. But then like snakes will literally be like be coming out of the walls and like they'll find, go inside and like snakes will be covering their chandeliers and like it's, it's fucking nuts. This is such a, this is such an internet thing of several years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is pre YouTube. Right. 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 Like that, like, you know, when, Oh, the days when that would have been entertaining. Right. Right. (laughs) Simpler times. But I'm assuming those are the, the, the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So correct everything that I got wrong there. Uh, I'll be honest. I was a little distracted by the snake mansion concept. (laughs) It just brought me back. What would you buy the snake mansion? Well, I lived in uh, a dry side of Washington state and there was a mansion up on the hill behind my house. And I, I, I remember the people saying that they had to fish rattlesnakes out of the swimming pool like every day. So snake mansion. That seems so like, I feel like, the rattlesnakes couldn't have been happy about getting into that pool. Well, but they're attracted because it's, you know, cool cool water. I see. Anyway, uh, So, okay. So this all starts still just thinking about snake mansion. Uh, this all starts actually at Mount whore. Okay. Uh, isn't horror H O R. Oh no, that's horror. By, uh, where they are burying, uh, Aaron. Oh, so Aaron is dead. It's not Aaron. (laughs) So I assume they've been in the desert a while. I did not look up how long they've been in the desert. Uh, I mean, I mean, Moses was the youngest. So, I mean, he could have, Aaron could have been like 20 years older. This that we definitely have numbers for this. I don't care. Okay. Um, it's probably in our Moses episode. I think he also I, was. I, think a, I did list their he ages. He also was a former so. slave, so presumably, he, like the first part of his life was not super easy. True. Uh, so they they're trying to like get to Canaan. Like mm-hmm. that's the point, right? They leave Egypt. They're trying to go to Canaan. I mean, they take a pretty circuitous route. Well, they're going around the land of Edom at this they're, point, and they're pissed. It's the desert. Everything sucks. And Moses has already been pissed at, or been cursed at this point, right? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah, And so um, they're, they're also, they don't know it, but they're also taking the long way around because Moses is in trouble with God. We're not going to go into manna, but basically they have bread from the sky that tastes however you want it to taste. Okay. I'll just say that. Okay, does it actually, t- we'll talk and, about manna later. <laughs> but they're tired of it. Okay. They're, they're, they basically say, why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness for there is no food and no water and our soul loathes this worthless bread. (laughs) So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people and bit the people and many of the people died. Okay. Wow. Death. Uh, so fire serpents. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, actually we'll talk about it now. So fire serpents, that's really like a specific thing to say, right? Well, but we already know that serpent can mean, it could mean dragons, right? (gasps) 
Because isn't that an Alan, please thing? tell me this is dragons. Serpent. Please tell me there were small dragons. <laughs> Serpent could mean dragons. Um, it was likely a kind of guinea worm disease. Oh. There's uh, a lot of like, there's a lot of like, what the hell was this? It's a parasite. Because um, apparently it, it emerges from a painful blister, which burns, which like makes you want to seek out water, like cool water to dip it in. Yeah. So that's, they're kind of like, maybe that's the fiery serpents. Cause they're like little, little worms. You had me with, you got, you, you, you honestly, I'd hold take, on. you I'd swapped out dragons for worm, like worms yeah. get out of my skin. I'm not happy. With it's this. a bummer. Dude, I'm taking fire snakes over. Like I'd rather fight a fire snake than, a, than oh, 100% blister worms. Yeah, that's gross. Yes. Oh. But if you're trying to teach some kind of object lesson, the parasite is it'll sl- work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Effective. <laughs> It sure works. Not a great like visual representation, no. uh, but man, really works. Uh, so yeah, people are dying. People are pissed. Moses prays. Uh, and then exactly what Adam says, the Lord says, make a fiery serpent, set it on a pole. There's different translations, whether it's a bronze serpent or a copper serpent. Okay. So I actually did. That was sort yeah, of right. But it's, okay. we're, we're to assume they made like a metal shiny snake on a cross or on okay. a pole. So they're in the desert. Yep. And they're told to make something out of bronze. To be fair, only Moses is. Okay. <laughs> just, to, just to complicate <laughs> yes, your, with, your... With their portable smelting facility. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And all of that, just that bronze and copper. Far be it from me to try and poke holes in a Bible story, but just, dude, just all set place. it on Are shelf. we even in the bronze age? Yes. I, I'm so bad with actually overlaying real history with Bible history. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think we are in the bronze age for more stationary societies. But I think that they're like just, I mean, they've been tearing a, a new one out of all of the other stationary societies. Maybe they just like, but that's because there's bronze. so many of them. Right. Just, I think the Israelites are more in like a, like post stone age, like copper. Sure. I just imagine like, it doesn't matter. None of this is real. Uh, like at all, <laughs> like a dire situation of like a group of people traveling through a desert, like, Good luck fashioning it out of your own shit or something, right. you know, like make right. it however you need to. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Just get it on a stick. Yeah. So someone has like hammers and an anvil <laughs> and a giant pot. Just in case God requests anything. Hell, yeah. it could have been so, They maybe found the woman with like red hair who's just got really long hair. They just like cut off her ponytail, like wrapped it up there and said, yeah, it's a metal snake. I mean, Adam, though, we, and Nick, Nick, we haven't talked about this. They've already made like a golden calf. Yeah, they have. So they've, but they, that one, uh, they ex- but they also explain where that metal came from in the story, but they didn't explain how they smelted it, but gold melts super like you can, uh, you can true. A fire you, if gold, it's, gold. If, 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 fuck, if it was a gold snake, much easier than a copper snake. And as bronze. we know, or bronze, but definitely more than bronze. <laughs> uh, gems and precious metals are just lined Not up anymore. on the ground. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh shit. Yeah. It's just post flood. <laughs> And then if anyone looks at the serpent, they're healed. Yeah, we're so, we're here. For, we went from uh, Mario time to now we're in Dig Dug time. Correct. Yes. And, and Alan, this is going to you don't have to correct me on this if this is not true. But I was always told that this is the beginning of like the, the Hippocratic symbol of of where medical doc, the medical doctor's uh-huh. symbol of a snake on a pole. So that we're is going to cure your shit. That is where we're headed. Um, so I actually had it wrong. I thought it was the caduceus or the caduceus. Oh yeah. Yeah. But apparently I'm backwards because there is the rod of Asclepius oh. and the caduceus. Okay. That all are, snakes and I had them mixed up. They're all snakes on a stick. They're all snakes on a stick. Okay. One has wings. 
Oh, the stick has wings. But so does the the medical one has, these has wings, right? Off this motherfucking so stick. That's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know. And so, so the medical, <laughs> but the medical, the medical snake or the medical symbol is a winged snake on a stick. Correct. Wrong. That it's is not the, exactly like it's so confusing. So, okay. Okay. So well, all medicine is just using the wrong stick. Let me just, let me just stick. explain both of them <laughs> because I was confused and reading the two stories was confusing as well. Okay. So let's start with the wrong one. So the caduceus, uh, was carried by Hermes. Okay. And it is the one that often is portrayed with wings. Mm-hmm. It's like a stick, uh, with two, I believe two snakes and wings. Um, it is, see, the thing is, it also like, it's not totally wrong, but it's often uh, a symbol of commerce and negotiation. Oh, Because okay. it's Hermes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's used in alchemy, astronomy. Um, the thing is, it's also applied to the dying. And if their death was gentle, it, they could be returned to life. And so like, there's a little bit of that. Yeah, mm. that's a little medicine-y. Okay, so that's the incorrect one. So who did, Hipp- who did Hippocrates use? Not the, the rod of Asclepius. Okay. So the rod of Asclepius takes the name from the Greek god Asclepius, uh, who is associated with healing and medicinal arts. Okay. So it's like, God damn, the but Greeks, so, they had like three rods and sticks. So it's literally snakes. the same thing. Just one had wings, one didn't. Well, it's, it's, it matters to the God who carried it. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're looking at the symbol itself, the only difference between Asclepius and Hermes is wings or no wings. Correct. And see, the thing is the, Jeez. the caduceus is used so often that like, it's one of those things now it's just um, become right. It's one of those things that is sort of correct. Right. Um, like, like saying caramel, right. You know, like it's wrong. It's caramel, but like, we, it's so common that it's into the vernacular. That- so this is the caduceus caduceus, right? The right? winged, which yes. like I would look at oh, that and, think, and also the rod has wings, not the snakes. Correct. I would look at that <laughs> and say that like that is the medical symbol. Yeah, That's a flying stick, right? Not, not flying snakes. <laughs> Caduceus gives you wings. Technically, yes. a more refined version. Technically, that is the hmm. bullshit. That is not the except it is right. It's so very what, confusing. It's it's caramel caramel. Um, yeah. The Asclepius rod is underwhelming. Yeah, it's one stick with one snake going up it. Yeah. I bet we can find a cooler version. But this is, regardless, I was always told growing <laughs> up that, that this is where this that is, symbol yeah, came yeah. from. It's essentially a healing symbol. Uh-huh. And if you looked upon it, you would be healed. And so the idea is like we're putting our faith in medicine to heal us. Sure. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know if that is a common thing. So Adventism. Like that one, the rod of Asclepius is okay. on like the paramedic badge. Yeah, yeah. I'm still yeah. saying like the the the... Dude, we see both of them. The Hermes one is the one that I would, uh, if you came and showed me those two, I would say the Hermes. It is interesting though, that there's this, I mean, it's, it's a weird association to still have like, I mean, looking, you know, yes, of course I see that all the time, but seeing it like on a paramedics logo and thinking like, that's a rod with a snake, right? That's weird. Right. Okay. And so here's another thing. People don't really know why it's associated with medicine. The best guess is because snakes shed their skin and become like a new they're like reborn. That's like the healing thing. But like, it's it, kind of grasping at straws. Couldn't it just be this story? Regardless of the, the ver- veracity that's an, of that's this That's another story? thing is the the biblical version is super old. And so the Greeks actually could have gotten it from this. this, except that there are like snake cults from Mesopotamia 
that used this in like 3000, 4000 BC. So that's where this story could have gotten it from. Probably. I fucking love the idea of snake cults. Well, it's because snakes were like the, they're like trickster, but they have the rebirth. It is good. And they're, a, sim- they're a symbol of like a living thing that is just imbued with death. I uh, also like the idea of going to the doctor and them telling you to look at this uh, snake on a stick. Look at it. <laughs> it's like, uh, Jerry, open your I, eyes. I guess I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I just love the idea of like, it's like, okay, so we think it was a rattlesnake. It was definitely shaking its tail. I, I don't know what kind. Uh, okay, you think it was a rattlesnake? How you, you're like, are you dying? Look at this fucking snake. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so, like the rays of the snake. Oh. Yeah, like doing the clockwork orange <laughs> yes. eye vice thing. Yeah, it's like, no, no, I have a, I have a DNR. <laughs> Nigga, look at the snake. A DN. DNR. Do not re- no, do not, do not do, resuscitate. Do not snake. Do not snake. <laughs> um... <laughs> Do not snake suscitate. So I, I, I think the snake thing is really fascinating. Like again, why is it associated with healing? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I think the wrong one is correct? Yeah. It's like the Berenstein Bears thing. Yes. Have you heard of that? Yes. Where it's actually like Berenstein. Berenstein. Well, so so something. There's theoretically a portion of time when it was produced or published as Berenstein. Berenstein. Berenstein versus Berenstein. Is the is the uh, whether it's the the spelling is either like the uh, Stein. Anyway, Nick, yeah, it's a matter. thing. Have you not? Have you? Not, I yes. Okay. Yeah. But it's just crazy that like the wing the 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 caduceus is the one that I if I see that I'm like That's, if you showed me two I would pick the technically wrong one. Right. Sure. Agreed. Like no questions. And Hermes is up there going like fuck you guys. Be like this is about commerce apparently, oh, no. which I guess when you apply it to the American medical system is correct. Sure. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, oh god, please tell. I know, I know it's that's not, not true, but purpose. God, wouldn't that be amazing if it was? Well, a very dark kind of amazing. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's one interesting thing, though, while I was reading this, because uh, I, I just, like, Googled, I was like, uh, I think I Googled, like, Moses Snake Cross. <laughs> and apparently it's referenced, like, way later in Second Kings as well. Oh. Like, it must have been such a big thing. So, okay, so here's the thing. All of the, like, Moses, Exodus, Egypt stuff is probably totally made up um, to, to give like an origin story to the tribe of Israel. Likely hmm. it, it's when we start aligning things with real events, when we start getting the Kings like King David, etc. like they line up with uh, uh, other countries have written records of them. Yeah. They're, they're more likely to be true. So it's interesting that in second Kings, Hezekiah removed the serpent Moses had made. Oh, like it was still like being worshipped. Uh, it was being worshipped. Yeah, that snake like- cults. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's interesting that like <laughs> it's yeah. just an interesting callback, like way later in the Bible. Now it could have been added by a different editor. Sure, or this could have been like one of those things where, like in Verona, they have Romeo and Juliet's balcony, right? Even though Romeo and Juliet is a right. fiction, R- absolutely. You know, like it, it could just be the thing where like this is this is Moses' snake. Yeah, and so then, I thought that was really interesting. You know, I mean, it's, it's. I, I would say there, the parts of this story that seemed like could be absolutely valid is that a parasite like went through a, a, a wandering tribe got a bad oh, parasite. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And then, and I would even buy that the like the leader put up a symbol, and there was a uh, 
Oh, fuck. What's it when you take the sugar pills? Placebo. There's like okay. a placebo. Like I got better. Must have been because I looked on the snake. Or it's the just snake. time. Right. And it could be you survived. The people strong enough to crawl their way to look at the snake were, were by the time anyway. he had fashioned the bronze right. snake. Right. After he went across the world, <laughs> yeah. found a bronze maker. Yeah. We Came feel down. better now, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's because it's of the, the snake. snake. I, also, I, I didn't mention, and it is disgusting. Warning. Uh, with that specific parasite. Oh God. What you do apparently is when it emerges, you start twisting it around a piece of wood. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you slow is pull is it that out. Is that like the tapeworm? Supposed to kind of. Yeah. You slowly like draw it out over like a Gosh. day to a week. And so it is a, literally a snake wrapped around a stick. Oh fuck. But this, oh, it's so disgusting. That is real gross. So yeah. What if those symbols are actually just little tiny sticks with little parasites on yeah. them? They're not yeah, great. Oh, I mean, actually that would, that would actually make much more sense. It was like, they had all of these snakes on sticks that they would, you know, and, and totally, like, this is what saved me. You literally had gotten the parasite out of your body. Yeah. I mean, is there anything more gross than like worms no. in your body? No, like, it is like, disgusting. Or like it's real bad. Bot flies, like the same. It's the same fucking idea where it's just like. Butt flies? Bot. B-O-T. <laughs> yeah. But like butt? B-O, not What's you. What's a bot fly? That's the one that will like, it, it, it lays its eggs in the flesh of usually animals, but people can get them in the two. No, I'm, r- I'm wrong. such an I'm early wrong. episode. The worst is like the spider eggs in your tongue. Yeah, it's this. Uh, it's that same that's idea. The, that's the worst. And they like literally like birth out of your skin. Oh my God. No, that, that's, that's my fucking Well, nightmare. fuck this episode. Burn it down. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Much like the fire snakes. <laughs> fire snakes. Fire snakes. Let's go back to that. How the idea fi- that we flaming had snakes? flaming snakes. I, and, like, and the possibility of dragons. Possibility of dragons. Little dragons. Uh, the elemental element is very good. I like that. Uh, we'll, we'll punch fl- that up later. <laughs> yeah, in, in the movie, we'll yeah. focus on that. A flaming snake, like, is a dragon. Like, dra- I don't feel. I don't feel like dragons have to have no, legs. No, 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 no. A flaming snake is no. different. Is it on the, fire? The, or does it that's what we're fire? saying. Let's we're be saying clear. A snake on fire. Yes, okay. and let's be clear. The legs are the least interesting part <laughs> of a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but dragons are always no no there's some like chinese well, dragons that don't have legs well so technically a dragon has to have four legs a worm has two legs and wings oh shit just got real from a fantasy perspective okay yeah well <laughs> from a biblical perspective <laughs> yeah it's all pretend I mean, so, as to be, well well to be a uh, dragon it just has to have wings right i don't know from a reality perspective doesn't exist there are 3500 snake species in the world any fire? How how many of those do you think are venomous? Ooh. You said 3,500? 3,500 species. I'm going to say three quarters. So, like, let's say 2,250. I think it's a little less. I think it's like, I think it's two thirds. I'm, I'm going to say, oh, no, I'm going to say a third. I'm going to say only a third is. Let's say, I'm going to say a thousand. A okay. thousand of the 3,200 are venomous. I bring you good news. Only 600. Whoa. Jesus. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the uh, the most venomous uh, is the black mamba. Water moccasin. No. Um, <clears throat> the inland taipan uh, uh, has an average venom yield of forty four milligrams. So this is the most voluminous. Yes. Uh, mortality rate of eighty percent. Oh fuck. Uh, however, <laughs> it's known to be a very shy, reclusive, and laid back snake. <laughs> 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 I could kill you, but, but I'm not gonna. But like, you know, it's uh, fine, just, man. Just don't come over just here. Don't, just yeah. don't step on me. <laughs> you know? It's, yeah, it, it like, it's too lazy to even develop a rattle, like a rattlesnake. Right. Being like, don't come over here. Right. Well, rattlesnakes aren't really that dangerous. I mean, they, they're venomous, but like their venom is not super potent comparatively. Well, it does comparatively. help to have modern medicine and hospitals. Right. Yes. But yeah, I mean, you're... You, 
it's if you're on the Oregon Trail, you fucked. I don't see those things. If I remember right, like you I don't lost think you're all your oxen. Well, oh, yeah, yeah and, and suddenly your sister got dysentery somehow. Always <laughs> <laughs> while fording a river. Yep. Uh, anyway, that, that's the snake on a stick story. It's a good one. Yeah. I liked it. So this is not the end of Moses's desert travails, right? Oh, like th- there, there are like seven seasons okay. of like shenanigans. Great. Yeah, we haven't like we we br- we we briefly mentioned mana. We briefly mentioned. Well, we did. We briefly mentioned the golden calf. Like, yeah, There's. Yeah. there's uh, we'll we, have a few more stories. We'll, we'll be back on this uh, party train. Yeah. Okay. And we and we, we did we cover Moses's death, but it's also like kind of boring. Well, it seems like they're just like. They're just wandering around. Yeah, they're wandering around and then like events. It's a TV show that went a few seasons too long. <laughs> oh, for sure. Sh- for sure. It's it's that the first uh the first Deathly Hallows movie where them like like camping forever. It's just like, oh my god, just get get there already. And it all follows this same formula, right? Yes. Pretty much. Yes, absolutely. We did cover Moses' death, by the way, it's briefly Joshua. at uh, Joshua. I mean, because yeah. it's not really, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Joshua and the genocide. Yeah. I, I will say, like, I was thinking about this today just the, the steps that I've taken back away from Christianity and suddenly like listening to the, or looking at these stories with slightly, you know, different perspective, like the relationship between God and his chosen people is super toxic. <laughs> and I, I mean, like you mean like modern institutionalized Christianity? No, I'm meaning like the way, th- yes, sorry. I'm not meaning that, but yes, that is. Right. <laughs> I'm meaning the, like, it's a toxic relationship in that the power structure set up implicitly that God has all the power, which whatever, if you're going to believe in a deity, that's kind of part and parcel with the whole thing. But God is also omnipotent and not sharing information that can get you in trouble. And so you're playing a game where you don't know the rules and you suddenly step out of line and you've got a fucking, you know, parasite coming out of your arm and fire snake. Right. <laughs> I, I'm just saying like just for complaining. Right. Literally just for complaining. Yep. Also, we didn't. You're ungrateful. We Fire snakes. We also didn't cover it because I'm assuming we'll cover it with mana too. This isn't the first time they've complained and God answered them favorably. Uh-huh. So like. Sure. It's it's a bipolar. It's like none of it's real. It's like, well, I, I would actually argue like it is arguing for authoritative toxicity and saying it's okay because God, God, who is all knowing, all powerful, all right, is uh, signing off on bad behavior from leadership. It's a, it's a way for a, sure. sli- a slight group of people to control the masses. Correct. Absolutely. And, it and seems like this gives, yeah, not only it does it give you this backstory that you need for the tribe of Israel, but right. you also are, yeah, you're, you're, you're finding ways to assert your dominance as church. And it's, but it's also like, it's, it's giving credence to the idea that you being subjugated is the right and, moral thing and any mm-hmm. problems you have with it, you're morally bankrupt for thinking that you deserve better. Mm. And I'm just, I'm just processing like it's a, it's a fucked up view of the world that is being perpetuated. Not it's basically saying like, if your dad beat you and your dad was a horrible human to you, it's okay. God has ordained that. Sure. And that's just like, I like, you know what, whatever, like we, we can, the, the, the church has a lot of like moral problems and a lot of factual problems, and a lot of things like, but this is to me, this is like a personal problem where you're like, you're actively fucking with people's sanity and well-being. Uh, it just, it, it's the tree in the garden of Eden. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't give you this perfect place, but like, yeah, this, this one tree, man. Right. Yeah. Just don't put the fucking tree there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. If you're, if you're truly a good creator. Right. Alan told me, I mean, early when you would kind of walk, because Alan, 
I think left a little while before I did. Um, mm-hmm. And like you'd said, like, I don't know if God exists or not, but if he does, he's an asshole. And I was, and, and that stuck with me for about <laughs> three, four years before it finally like kind of, it's like, yeah, that's where I ended up is like, if you're going to believe in this person then, or this entity, then you have to accept that he's not good. Uh-huh. Right. And no, if anything, he's chaos. Yeah. Yes. Like he's both good and evil. Yeah. He's a toddler. He's a toddler with a magnifying glass. Yeah. Like just burning ants. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes he's looking at the grass and thinking, oh, that's cool. But and most sometimes of the time he just walks away from the ants altogether. Right. I always wanted to burn something with a magnifying glass. You've never burnt something with a magnifying glass? Never. What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Uh, <laughs> let's see. I don't think that I ever, my grandparents had a magnifying glass, but I don't think that there was ever a magnifying glass in my house that I could have used. Did you ever get like one it of those shitty plastic ones? Like the shitty plastic ones. That you burn things. Really? This is this is not just like an old childhood trope. Like you burn things with a magnifying glass. I've set, I've set paper on fire. Oh, mostly paper. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Or like burned uh, like designs into wood. Hmm. Oh, I just use a soldering iron for that. No, but like with the sun, you could like write your name in a piece of wood. That didn't, I didn't have the patience for hmm. that. Huh. That okay. Also, doesn't surprise me. The patience. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just wonder if you know today's youth are still burning things with magnifying glass. I guarantee you your kids will probably or if they're just doing those e-cigs. Yes, my children oh, will definitely, definitely, definitely vaping. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alan's, Alan's, they can do do, both. Alan's toddler is just like doing amazing uh, cloud effects. Oh, yeah. His vape. Yeah, human fog machine, that kid. <laughs> uh, I should also say as a weird aside because it's actually super important, uh, the whole snake savior on a stick is a foreshadowing of Jesus that Jesus himself uh, references many times. I am the serpent. Whoa, really? Sort of. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Stating, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. That's some, there's some weird like. Adam, ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's what leads directly into John 3.16. That's John 3.15? Yep. Fuck me. Well, 14.15. Yeah. Yeah, so it's talking about like I am the serpent, and then you get the classic like John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only to. begotten Son, that whosoever uh, believes should, should not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, it's it's very deep in there. But wow. what's interesting to me about it is the visual imagery of using the snake, given the whole story fucking started with a snake being the bad guy, and now well, that's how it started too. <laughs> God in the Garden of Eden. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it started with a snake being the bad guy, and now like no, no, no I'm saying like. Like in uh, uh, the story we just talked about, they needed the snake savior because God oh, because of the sent evil the snake. fire snakes. Right, right. And then the same thing, they needed the Jesus snake savior because God sent the snake, the snake right. in the garden. Yeah. yeah, it's it's bad story writing. <laughs> it's it's terrible parenting is what it is. Well, it truly is. Uh, what Chekhov's gun? No, it's not. If you're going to have a snake in the first act. Yeah, I was going to say, you better shoot shit and use that snake later. I was going to say it's not Chekhov's gun, but it actually is literally what what Chekhov was trying to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we're back here on the King James Virgin. We got mail. You've got mail. Does anybody, does it, I mean, does anybody, does anybody have AOL at all? Absolutely. Okay. That's I, still I have, yes. And Hotmail seems to be coming back. I've, I've received a couple like client emails Why? from Hotmail accounts. It's so, but I probably get like one AOL, like a year. Okay. Yeah. I just assumed that like all it was is an email service at this point. Like they didn't have any, I, don't, I have no idea what AOL is anymore. But anyway, uh, we got, we got uh, mail from one of our listeners. Uh, Pamela sent us a message 
a la like snacks in church. Yeah. And jeans. Right. So uh, <laughs> here it is. <laughs> Hello, Nick, Alan, and Adam. This is Pamela. I'm from Canada. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that I didn't have any interesting snacks early growing up. We had just had cookies and juice after service. However, we did have the cool band in our service. So we had, you know, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, bass, drums. I guess that was the draw to bring in the young crowd and their motto is come as you are so you could wear jeans you could wear whatever you'd like and another note um my husband's name is paul and he is the sound guy at our church currently not even joking oh and don't ever feel like it's bad that you guys go off topic and discuss other things because it's just it's entertaining either way so keep at it i really enjoy the podcast thanks thanks pamela yeah I is so funny because like she said it was like like nothing weird. It's like there's still a concept of coming out of church and having any sort of snack is I, I guess my mom does a thing. My mom still goes to church and she does this thing called cup of friendship where it's basically that. Right. Yeah. Where they snack and hang out. But when, but we're, the, when but we like, were kids, you were so hungry because church yeah. would go late. Yeah. You always just like want. But to you don't want to have home. snacks there. Right. Like even if you're hungry as a kid, I don't give a f- Snacks are snacks. My parents are always in leadership. So there'd always be things like we were going to be there for 45 minutes after the last person left. Same same with mine. And so like, like, so bring on the snacks, right? Like if I could uh, be there till like one 30 juice and cookies though, was this one don't care. Yeah. That's what they like. This is very like a youth soccer. Like (laughs) here's your Capri sun (laughs) pat on the back. Good effort, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) True. No, it's totally true. Uh, And like, and Alan, like we'd have potluck sometimes. Yeah. Which was delightful. Right. Cause then like everybody would like, Everybody, to be fair, everybody was starving at that point. Like apparently like sitting in church. This is post-service. Por, po, yeah. Post-service. Mm-hmm. Post-service. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's. You, you'd go find all your friends and play around, uh, like run literally around the building. Yes. Until someone yelled that the food was ready and yeah. then you'd eat. I think we've talked about potluck and the right. the dangers of yeah. trying other people's foods. And then we have the uh, cool band, which yeah. is two guitar. Well, three guitars if you've got bass in there and drums. Are we going? Are we calling bass a guitar? Alan, you've, you, you're, you're, the you're a bass player. I know, and I, I was going to argue, but then I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I you mean, would not call it a three-guitar band. Right. No. Alan's, yeah, yeah. Alan's, a, Alan's a switch. No, you hang, out, right. with, you hang out with the drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and just to be clear, both Alan and I were in those cool, quote-unquote, cool And bands. the guy who's playing acoustic guitar is not really playing anything, right? Oh, no. no, no acoustic no. guitar is the leader. Yeah. Almost all, always, almost always the leader's playing the acoustic guitar and it's pretty heavy in the mix. Okay. <laughs> if there's an electric guitar, see electric guitar, I would actually say we got drums in church before we got electric guitar and electric guitar is like in the back mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's almost worse. Yeah. It's like adult contemporary jangly, like way back in the mix. Sure. Way back in the mix. Bass is usually like super soft, uh, super soft, uh, um, dynamic but really like present in the mix yeah is that an accurate sure yeah way too much acoustic guitar like yeah more than you need jingle jingle jingle. do these bands and and, uh the pad (laughs) you got that pad Pad. do these bands have names no no the the praise band great and well it'll be usually except for this one at pamela's church who was nirvana Correct. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, I will say usually the band is whatever the leaders named band. So it's like this is Alan's band is playing this week or Adam's band is playing this week or Nick's band is playing this week. Mm. Yep. That's kind of the way it would typically be broken down. 
pretty neat. There was a time uh, towards the end where Adam had a band and I had a band, but I was also in Adam's band. That's uh, wait, that, Adam, were you in his band? No, no, Ooh, Al, Al, Alan didn't want me in his band. Shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, but it, it basically just meant I never, I was just never got a week off. Also, like getting decent bass players was next to impossible. And drummers. Uh, yeah. And like you want a little bit of creative independence. You need your solo project. To- mm-hmm. My band was very different than Adam's. Mine was twangy. Of course. Yours was popular. Mine was <laughs> not. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, we have a, a Pamela actually sent us a second uh, little bit um, where she, her, like she mentioned. Sound Guy Paul. Yeah, Sound Guy Paul, uh, which is so weird. Um, Hi, Paul. Yeah. Uh, hello, Paul. Um, and he had a, a funny little anecdote. And so I'm going to tack it on here, too. <laughs> Which was, uh, um, yeah. it wasn't so much that I muted someone. Um, they couldn't sing. Like, they were a horrible singer. And it just sort of worked out that um, she walked too far with the microphone and yanked on the cord and broke the microphone and so her mic stopped working and uh, yeah so I didn't technically mute them they just sort of muted themselves and it all worked out <laughs> thank you and if you want to send us anybody wants to send us something dear Jesus at King James I am, I am legitimately fascinated with uh, your church snack vibe and <laughs> church band vibe so this is such a this is a piece of culture that you would never have ever interacted with no absolutely not yeah. and i think it i mean there have got to be some silly snacks and silly bands i would love to hear from any calvinist church because like they had like dirty sock water coffee and shit like that <laughs> i would love to hear from anybody also if, any, if there's anybody who's like a post-calvinist i would love yeah. to hear from them snack low How lights are you? are you okay <laughs> snack low lights and snack highlights yeah please. i want to know about weird instruments too like like i mean you got like an auto harp right we talked we talked about the core instruments keyboard we didn't discuss but obviously there's a keyboard but like like did you have that dude with a french horn violins don't count no well but like i want to know about the weird instruments that like you just had to include because it was church i guess you have to include people oh right so like the guy who wants to be in the band but only knows how to play french horn wild i want to know about that i've fortunately been a part of most things where like the they had a level of of professionalism that snobbery yeah, snobbery is probably more accurate. Where there was like a a, a cap, but like we're not going to just like put everybody who plays an instrument on stage, except for Christmas, at which any point never like it's a it's a talent uh-huh. show. Christmas is a talent show. I feel like with a French horn guy though, like you and if he you don't incorporate the French, you're you're like you can. Uh, here's a tambourine. I don't know. You just play the Imperial March. Just the, it's like all John Williams. <laughs> but I want to know. Yeah. Cool. Also, don't shit on auto harps. I'm not shitting on auto harps. Adam, stop shitting on auto harps. You know it's fine. like, fuck it. This is becoming your thing and it's kind of concerning. Really? You're going to take, you're going to, you're going to, you, you both are going to like die on the hill of an auto harp. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, the like real motherfuckers to tune though. <laughs> okay. Real motherfuckers to tune. I have no problem with that. I have a problem with anybody who plays the auto harp calling themselves a musician. You literally press a button with a letter on it. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Wait, somebody who plays a tambourine, is that a musician? Yes, you need rhythm for that. Like, have you ever met an auto for auto harp? No, have you ever heard an auto harp person who had any sort of rhythm? I mean, I will give you that. (laughs) That is sort of true. (laughs) Also, they have little padded feet like they're supposed to be set on an on a table. Mm -hmm. I when you play it, don't you like hold it lap? Oh, 
I always like thought you held it like a like a harp in a movie. Dude, lap steel in church would be so cool. Mm. I, lap steel is always cool. I'd be way into dobro that. too. I definitely take a dobro. Sure, I I, I like shiny things. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV Pod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with us. And if you have a minute uh, and you haven't done so already, would you please go and leave us a review and a five star review? Five star thingy? Leave us five stars and a review uh, yes. on iTunes. Uh, weirdly, it's still the best way for us to get new listeners. Um, you know, that way you, we don't have to have you guys like dry tweeting. Dry tweeting? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I was thinking like cold calling, but dry really tweeting. Hate when you guys dry tweeting. Dry tweeting. Ugh. Fuck. Uh, please don't dry tweet anybody. Yeah, that's even more disturbing than any of the snake parasitic gross shit. <laughs> uh, so don't do that. Just a uh, five star review and a review would be uh, text. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to move on to the next thing. Thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixari, off the album El Ren. And this week, uh, we're mixing things up. Since this episode was inspired by an album by the Soft Pink Truth, uh, we reached out to them and we're going to feature uh, their song, Sinning. Uh, so thanks to the Soft Pink Truth and Thrill Jockey for letting us use that song. You can find links to these songs, to stickers we've got for sale, all sorts of things on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That'll do it for us this week. Until next week. Look at this snake on a stick. Look at it. Look at it. Feel good.
by Sonic Bazaar.